Okay. All right. Pre-show shenanigans. Don't have much planned, but the only thing anyone's been talking about, Barbenheimer. So we got to give our takes on it. Uh, this is how I envision best when I I'm gonna do Barbenheimer next weekend. Uh, when the tickets are available for Oppenheimer. Well, uh, let's so, first say this: Barbie first or Oppenheimer first? Yeah, yeah. So I want to start with that. So a lot of people are like, you know, I want to start off with Oppenheimer. Uh, I want to leave the theater after Barbie with like a nice, pleasant experience. You know, I don't want to be thinking too much, you know, about the themes in Oppenheimer. Uh, nah, that's not for me. I want to start off with Barbie, watch that in the morning. While I while I watch that, I'm going to sneak in a Chipotle bowl. going to eat my lunch while I'm watching Barbie. going to grub up with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, of course, uh, and Michael Sarah. So I'm going to grub up with them, going to eat my big-ass bowl, uh, I saw some like some memes. Someone was just like brought a Tupperware, just like sneaking a twenty piece McNuggets and two fries in. I'm just like, now nah, that's just a that's a move, elite theater move. What right is there. what so is the also just you know maybe copping like a nice little breakfast burrito from somewhere, just bringing that, just saying like, ah, uh, you know, I got a lump in my back. Uh, you know, a little bit like Igor. Don't mind me. Just let me in. Uh, just grubbing a fat burrito in there. That'd be kind of nice too for Barbie. Uh. And then we settle in for Oppenheimer for for the dark themes. I want to leave that movie theater thinking. Okay, I want to go yeah. home. I want to be researching. Well, the other thing that's going to be happening while you watch Oppenheimer, if you do have Chipotle beforehand, is I mean, it's a three hour movie, man. Uh, that's there, there will that's... be another atomic bomb going off during that showing. Uh, but that's yeah. that's a risky uh, move. That's a risky move. That I, well, also another thing, Oppenheimer. Apparently, there are no ads or trailers or previews before so with that uh, i'd like that to be second. from from what i heard there are ads i don't know what so information you're getting different from there sources but uh i'm gonna stick to the rumor that there are no previews no trailers it just gets straight into the movie because it's like three hours 10 3 15 it's like it's it's a long movie yeah but you're gonna be out like this that. no no, no I, I like that uh so but I want the second experience, no trailers. I want to get straight into it. By that time, I will be sick of sitting in the theater for so long. Uh, so yeah, I just want to get that shit over with. Let, let's be going. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to do let me, it how the name is said, Barbenheimer, Barbie to Oppenheimer. We're going to do it how it's Let me. Let me just, we'll just close the pre-show with this. You're sneaking food into the theater. Uh, best what food is, to sneak in. Well, one is what is the best food, and one or two, what is the easiest, easiest food? So let's start with hardest. I think the hardest thing would be like sneak into sneak in like a tray of barbecue, like messy wings <laughs> and like ribs and shit. I was that gonna say it's tough. turkey, like a full like Thanksgiving oh, no, turkey. Possible. It depends on how well you want that turkey to look when it's time <laughs> for the show. You could just stuff that in a sweatshirt, and that thing will fit right in, nice and easy. They won't even question you twice. But the tray of barbecue, that'll be hard to execute. Now, that you can't really just shove in your sweatshirt because there'll be sauce everywhere. That'll be icky. And, you know, that'll just ruin the whole movie experience. (laughs) So we're going to cross that one off the list, the barbecue tray. Uh, But now, easy, uh, quick, uh, nice to do. Now, I was half joking, but I do think a burrito is very, very easy. A bowl, a burrito or a bowl, as long as it's not like an oversized one. Bowl's a little trickier, but like burrito, you could literally throw that in the sweatshirt pocket. Well, Uh, a bowl, I think it depends how big your sweatshirt is. You could fit a bowl in that front pocket. 
yeah yeah it's just uh i am just thinking though like burrito transportability uh is much better able to maneuver uh how aerodynamic it is uh, and how it's able to get through the lengthy tsa lines at the era or uh, at the movie theater uh it kind of reminds me of the south park episode toilet safety administration that's what it's <laughs> like when i'm trying to get to it that'd be very funny if there were like sir i'm gonna need to check your asshole to watch barbie that'd be very entertaining uh the <laughs> amc should consider that i definitely go to the movie theater new security guidelines if i got to watch that before going in get a nice little chuckle uh but yeah barbie to oppenheimer sneak a chipotle burrito in uh now if we're talking let me think outside the box here uh, uh other food that you could sneak in uh I was you can do a, a thing of soup, like I, a, therm- a thermos thinking, of soup. I was thinking soup could work thermos. That'd be nice, easy, transportable. Uh, but also, like, I feel like the other day, they were not mad when I brought in just, like, a bottle of water. So anything canister-like that you could fit into a canister is definitely, like... That also just sounds... <laughs> it uh, seems like such a security risk, just letting people have random canisters of things. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> If it says thermos on it, there could be uh, it's fine. name brand could possibly name brand, but hey, hey, name brand. But if you get that knockoff local oh, grocery hell, store brand hell, thermos, yeah, they're uh-uh. gonna have to check your ass. That's that's so, getting yeah. Uh, yeah, but what, what do you, yeah, Barbie to Heimer though. Uh, I think a burrito is definitely easiest to sneak in. Uh, box of pizza, if we're talking like food, like in an ideal world, you could bring in anything what you want to have in there, pizza would be nice. <sighs> I would say, like, I've never had one of these, but one of those chicken buckets from Yankee Stadium, oh. that'd be elite. Uh, just just a bunch of, nug- like, tenders and fries and nuggets. I was going to say, yeah. For yeah. a movie. So, what about a Chick-fil-A sandwich? I, I like, where I'm thinking of movie, I'm thinking of longevity of eating. So oh, that's fair. Like, little tiny snack things that take a longer time to eat, so I have a eat. longer time to eat it. So, like... Chick-fil-A, if you just had you just get one of those 30 piece nuggets plates. Like I couldn't eat more than 30, but 30 for a three hour Oppenheimer and they could somehow stay warm and fresh throughout the whole time. Hell yes. That would be the move. That and like not waffle fries. That one I would want like literally well done in and out fries. Although most people use them. I just want like they're fantastic like small cut fries i want you know the snack size of that but yeah that's that's the barbieheimer breakdown boys but yeah you got anything else on barbieheimer no 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 no? okay all right good good all right what is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the waterboy podcast today is episode 137 uh, a, lot, a lot of sports news ha- happened over the weekend. Uh, Messi made his uh, inter-Miami debut, not MLS debut. Uh, he's already more of an uh, American sports hero than Chris Paul. Uh, Mbappe got a billion-dollar offer. Uh, the whole sports world reacted to that, especially the running backs. They were not happy seeing Mbappe get that contract. Uh, got some Dodgers news. Uh, wake up, babe. New Dodgers celebration just dropped. Shout out Freddie Freeman. Uh, we have our dummy of the week uh, or dummies of the week coming out of the SEC and the preseason media poll where some people voted literally the worst possible team you could think of in the SEC. Yes, Vanderbilt. They voted them to win the SEC. Yes, it is not a joke. Five people. I want them all 
publicly named and stoned. Uh, we also uh, have to announce Dan Snyder has officially sold the Washington Commanders. The city of Washington, D.C. is rejoicing. They can finally go outside of their house, take that um, paper bag. That, that, that yeah, we have to debate who's now the worst. We now have to debate who's the worst. franchise in the NFL? Yeah. Now we have to debate. Uh, we have some Jordan Addison updates where I see him more of a hero um, than what other people are saying. We have some more gambling bans. Shout out Sean Payton, the Broncos, running a great ship. Uh, and then Everett got some got some top 10 lists. Uh, another uh, he's got now. a top 10 list. Another super surprising uh, keeps cuts and trades for uh, preseason. And the biggest of them all, who did not get the invite to the running back Zoom conference? Yeah, the running back COVID mom Zoom uh, list, you know. So uh, it's, it's lots on the plate for today. Yeah, lots, lots on the plate for today. Well, it's going to be a very off, entertaining start episode. Start off with the boring stuff. Start off with soccer. Messi in his inter Miami debut hits a free kick in extra time to win the game ever. I don't know about you, but I would already say he's more of an American sports hero than Chris Paul. Uh, what has Chris Paul done to ever propel his team over the top in a clutch situation, uh, especially in a magnitude of a game like their debut? So Chris Paul's never done jack shit. In a uh, well, game. hold on. So, he beat Scott Foster one time. Hey, yo, don't. You are correct. He got Fo- Scott he, Foster he beat, one time. He beat like literally the biggest curse in all of sports other than like the Cubs when they had their like 100 plus year drought. I'd say yeah. comparable with that. Uh, That's... But Chris Paul did vanquish that dragon because Scott Foster is a dragon. We all know that. So you cut off one uh, head, three grow back. Uh, Scott Foster gets right to the chase. It's not like two grows back. He goes straight to three. So yeah, we know that dragon, how difficult that one is to slay, to conquer. And Chris Paul did that, but Messi dropping a free kick in his debut. That's, you know, that's the stuff you dream of that. That's an American hero. I would still say though, going to Publix and not really getting recognized is still higher up on his top moments moving to America. So, oh my know, God, he was having such a great time all, that first but weekend. The Publix, I mean, he, he can't forget that one. So remember, guys, it's the important things that matter here. Uh, if anything, Miami just wants to be like my Messi doesn't want to be, you know, messy anymore. He wants to be Florida man scores crazy free kick, <laughs> not Lionel Messi scores free kick. He wants to be reduced or not even reduced for him. It'd be elevated to Florida man. It'd be a bigger title for him than world cup winner and winner of every single thing you could possibly think of in soccer. Florida man's the bigger title. So that's what Messi's going after. Uh, but yeah, did you have any other thoughts on Messi and that goat shit? I would just say if there is any way I would expect him to, to start his MLS career. It'd be doing something like it that. It would be doing something like that. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't think he was going to be coming off the bench the first game, but um, you know, it would be hey, doing All that. I got to say is Messi came off the bench in his first game. That's something Ronaldo would never do. So, like, that just shows Messi puts the team above everything. Team else. player. Something Ronaldo would never even consider. So, <laughs> we got to shout out Messi there. He's also sticking to the team. Unlike some athletes in American sports who aren't a team player, we'll be getting into that, Austin Eckler. But yeah, last thing, Killian Mbappe, billion dollar offer. But we're going to, I mean, we're not getting into it yet, but we're going to more so look at this through the lens of an NFL running back. So you see Mbappe get a $776 million salary offer because it's a $332 million transfer to PSG to get him. Most of these 
most of these moves to Saudi Arabia, there haven't been any transfer fees. They've all been uh, free, just like free agent contract mm-hmm. signings. So these $100 million signings and stuff, the clubs aren't getting any money. But this one, Saudi Arabia is actually going to be paying PSG $332 million, which would also be a record. But the real news is the $776 million salary for one year. And then Mbappe can go to Real Madrid like he wants to do. So, yeah. Uh, Everett, $776 million for one year of playing your sport. Uh, I don't know about you, Everett, but if I were Mbappe, I think this is a little stupid to say no. It's just for a year that you can go to Real Madrid. Also, if you're PSG... 330 minutes it would be stupid and go get so many different players with it you would be able to basically have that they just go buy like random strikers that are washed and wouldn't spend on midfield yeah yeah. but hey hey, we're not here for that but hypothetically they would have the money to have one of the most elite starting nine in the entire entirety 11 11 11 there's 11 stars in soccer but that's all right everett we we live and we learn uh but mbappe that money uh Back to the running back lens, though, ever the, the real conversation. How do you think Austin Eckler read that news? How do you think? How do you think a? Uh, wait, wait, real quick. Let's do this. How do you think Le'Veon Bell saw that news? And then how do you think like Jonathan Taylor saw that news? Who's about to get his contract? I think I think Le'Veon Bell probably. Le'Veon Bell's just like, man, am I lucky to get that money when I did? Holy shit! Uh. I also th- I also think that like if you're Jonathan Taylor, like let's okay first off let's be realistic they they don't they don't care at all but in this hypothetical world, um if I'm Jonathan Taylor I'm immediately calling up my agent being like hey, uh how, how am I switching sports I don't know about here like my kids are playing soccer I'm making that kick <laughs> because shit if the Saudis find them oh boy boy are we making bank yeah the only the only issue we have with that is um i want to be scouted by the saudis we live in the one country where it's very difficult to uh actually become notable in soccer yeah you know i i think my goal here is just move my kid to like portugal i think that's gonna be the best goal to get us to where we want to be we're yeah we're moving to lisbon all right get ready lisbon 2041 get ready i'm there i'll be there your kid will be there. You'll probably still be in the U.S. You're just going to send him Good off. Good point. Touche. <laughs> you know, I can't miss football season. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, see, seeing that money thrown around it makes you think. Uh, stop playing running back, kids. Run. Use your feet, but with a different ball. You know, not, not running for football. But, yeah, that's all I got on that. Uh, you got any other 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 soccer news? I know oh, you're, you're no. big soccer. Okay. I mean, on. yeah, obviously. I mean, they're starting okay, nine. On to so the steam head news. Some MLB news, Everett. Uh, wake up, babe. New Dodgers celebration just dropped. So over the weekend, Max Muncie had a little baby shower, invited over yep. Seeger. Invited. Well, I don't think Andrew Heaney got the invite, but no, nope, but Corey Seager, Seager was there. Corey Seager, former Dodger, now on the Texas Rangers. And his invite. wife, by the way, too. Yes. So now shout out max muncie and the baby shout uh baby shower but more importantly they all roasted freddie freeman for his dancing like he, he like at the met gala or something he like danced like did this thing. he did he did like the wacky inflatable arm flailing yeah. tube yeah, man. yeah 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 wacky inflatable arm inflated and flailing two man so he did that dance and now uh that's like the team celebration is that <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess that's uh the new celebration when you rope a double now. So yeah, that's going around. But I mean, look, I I can't say that I I mean like 
it's funny, but I don't think anything's going to top Trey Turner's celebration. The oh, Wolf yeah, of no, Wall no, Street. I mean, it, it, yeah, no, no, it's it, it's there forever. But uh, real talk now. Uh, back to the Dodger trade line that's approaching in a week. So uh, ever now I'm at the point where you know I've changed my mind on everything, done some deep dive on some stats, and when our starters go six or more, the relievers actually have a really really good ERA. Uh, believe it or not, the the relievers are actually top five since June when the starters go six or more. So ever interesting. I actually think. If we can either land one big name starter who I'm not even sure, I'm, I can't even think of a name right now. Thursday, I'll get a more propped in list. I'm now just thinking trade strategy wise. If we can either get one big name starter or two solid starters, I think we actually could be extremely dangerous because this lineup is actually so good. I think it'd be a disservice to not. Just try a little bit. I'm not saying we need to go after like Corbin Burns, but try to go get two starters or a starter to help them out. And just just to try because we are in first right now. The Everett, this is also some more fun facts. Uh, the Diamondbacks and the Giants, I think, have both lost like four straight. I think they are have like one win each, like since the All-Star break. And the they have West not been doing slumping. well. And right now, we haven't been able to pick up any game threes, but we've won three straight series against some pretty good teams. Uh, so the other, I the think other... If we should go after a big name starter, the reliever. Oh my! Oh my the reliever, god! It's actually not that big of an issue. So, Sorry, so two things. Two things. One, one. I have seen that there are people in, like people are reporting that the Dodgers are interested in Nolan Arenado and that he would be willing to waiver his uh, oh, no trade clause. That. I know you hate that because you said on the podcast before that you would strongly dislike. I also just don't uh, think the Dodgers would take on a big contract like that. No, We're but pretty... I have reported that. My other thing reserved. is, huh? We're pretty reserved when it comes to handing those. My out, other thing so. is you're talking about getting a big name pitcher. You know, who's a big name pitcher. No. Shohei Otani. Okay. All right. Big guy. Well, that's a guy. Well, I just don't think the Angels are gonna trade him. I think that was just some bullshit. I think they're. I also to see also what just pointing would say, pointing uh, this out too. There's another report we now that we offer them chump change. So yeah, Urias and Austin Barnes. Austin Barnes. <laughs> uh, this is just another report that just came out like in the last ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, we'd be willing to overpay for Otani, giving uh, clearly, Rubio clearly, and Austin and Austin Barnes and Austin Barnes. Well, it should also be Austin Barnes and Julio Urias, but also according to Colin Howard, uh, Howard, Howard, oh my. Howard, Colin, what, what, what the, what's Howard. his name? He, Coward, yes. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. I was about to say, who the fuck is uh, you have to You'd have to trade multiple first-round picks for, for Shohei, clearly. I mean, shit, now that's... That's, that's big brain, about. right? Uh, the other thing is, this came out like 10 minutes ago, but a court, apparently the Orioles and the Dodgers... might be referencing former first-round picks, and if that's the case... Uh, no, 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 he said like No, future. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> you like, would hope he said. Uh, but. That, there's a report stating that the Orioles and the Diamondbacks are now among teams who have inquired to the Angels about Shohei Otani. Let's be honest here: if you're an and Orioles, if you're a team in the, if you're a team in the MLB and you haven't at least asked about Shohei, you should not be in the MLB anymore. 
you know, I think every I also, single team in the MLB needs to have asked. I hope they have also asked Shohei if he would. Play. Yeah, <laughs> that that, that goes like, out to them too. The Rockies, I guarantee you, the Rockies at least were like, "Hey, you want Chris Bryant?" You could really break the home run record here, Shohei. You could <laughs> Seriously, really they're like, "We'll give you Chris Bryant." Uh, Pitcher career won't be great, but the hitting maybe somebody else, but. Uh, yeah, just inter- just interesting, just interesting, interesting yeah, stuff. We'll, we'll see, we'll see what we end up doing or where Shohei goes to. I think he'll end up staying put, but yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But uh, that's that's all I really had on the MLB little short one there. Uh, we'll see, we'll see what the Dodgers end deadline up is coming up quick up, though. Yeah, one week. So coming up quick. They're coming up, but yeah, okay. On the college football. Then, oh know, yeah i'll get a lot but okay on a college football starting things off every a quick segment for college football uh we have our dummies dummies of the week maybe of the year maybe of the century okay when it comes to bad sports media takes like we've had some bad ones oh boy this one's bad so okay this comes from the sec preseason 2023 media poll five members of this media poll of the official sec uh media predicted vanderbilt to win the sec vanderbilt five people they got the same amount of votes as tennessee they got more than south carolina they got like more well many teams didn't get any votes you know georgia obviously had the most then alabama uh then lsu but vanderbilt at fifth with five, I think that if, fifth, with if, five votes if vanderbilt won the if Vanderbilt, SEC, the I, entire world, hell would have had to frozen over and every team in the it. SEC would need to have been on life support let's the entire year. There is a better chance of Georgia or Bama winning the SEC championship than Vanderbilt just not finishing in last place of the SEC. There's okay? a better there's chance a better chance of them winning the SEC than Vandy just not finishing in last. There's a better okay? chance that they win the Natty than Vanderbilt gets to six wins. Okay, now that's just unheard of. But it, for Vanderbilt to just not come in last place in the SEC, like that, let's start with that because <laughs> I wouldn't bet on that. So like, if those five people just bet on that to happen, then I'd be like, all right, bold take. Bold take, guys, but okay, okay, okay. But that, no, that's asinine. To say that they're going to win the SEC, you should have your media credentials revoked straight up. I want those five people publicly announced, and I want them, I literally want them propped up on a wooden platform and stoned because that's atrocious. That's like one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. Vanderbilt to win the SEC. Like I, I legit even you know like Georgia's Georgia's haven't won the SEC that are like dominant. Georgia's third least. stringers might still be better a hundred than Vanderbilt starters. A hundred so, uh, barring barring so, barring uh Vanderbilt or no, barring like Georgia and them literally they have, have to play penalty. all their walk-ons. Um there's no physical way on the planet. They literally have to get death penalty. That's the only Let, let's, way. Let's let's actually let's actually and let's actually think about this. Would have to get death penalty for what? Vanderbilt to win that. What D one conference would Vanderbilt be able to win? Handed like they would be the favorite going in the season. Uh, Max, pretty tough. So CUSA. Remind me who's in that again. I don't know. <laughs> 
I have no idea. Let me let me Sun, actually look Sun it up. Sunbelt, Sunbelt's pretty tough. Well, I mean, coastal Carolina, man. Don't I mean, don't Mountain sleep on West, on... no way. So I'm not even gonna suggest <laughs> that. So um Mountain West feisty. C C U S A. Let's look. Go into Boise and beat Boise State. Hell no. C U S A is F I U, uh, Jacksonville State, J S U, Liberty, La Tech. Middle Tennessee, New Mexico, Sam Houston, UTEP, and oh, they have Western Kentucky. It's raps. Nah, <laughs> it's no, raps. They're not beating no Western no, no, Kentucky. There's no way. There's no way. It'd be really difficult. Uh, what div- is Hawaii Mountain? Oh, West? they could do Min American. They could do Min American. I think they could get the Min American. Who's in there? It's Akron, Bowling Green, Buffalo, Kent State. You just listed off some heavy hitters right there, but go on. Uh, uh okay. Uh, Buffalo, Kent State, Miami, Ohio, Ohio. Ball State, Central Michigan, oh, Eastern it's, Michigan, it's literally, yeah, NIU, they, Toledo, like, and Western Michigan. Uh, it's just like the thing though is like Mountain West. I'd have them favored to win it, but would they easily win it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, look, Fresno State has their no, has Fresno their State's usual. got an offense like that one. I yeah. would not be confident in for them. Uh, San Diego State when they choose to to be good, just pretend Rashad Penny's still there. If Yikes. if we if we were Big playing San NCAA State. fourteen, Air Force would be the best team in the, in the entire nation. So, yeah, I mean, you know, th- these are things to consider. So yeah, Vanderbilt tough times to put those the those up there to win the thing. Those five people, I want them stoned. But yeah, moving on uh, onto the NFL update. So. Ever let's start off with, with with the news. Dan Snyder has officially sold the people of Washington D.C. Congratulations! It's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, I I was like reading back on like some of Dan Snyder's things. Uh, Everett, what is worse? Okay, suing grandmothers for not paying their season tickets after the 2008 financial crisis. Uh, not repairing FedEx financial field and having literal shit rain on the fans. Uh, not fixing the field, having multiple players tear their ACLs, uh, having careers shorten, uh, potentially having one of their players lose a leg in Alex Smith, or is it a team doctor misdiagnosing scalp cancer on Trent Williams and him leaving, going to the 49ers? What is the worst offense that has happened in the time of Dan Snyder? You tell me. Oh my God. (laughs) Or, Or is it, is it NFL a season attendance rankings going from first when he took over to last when he left? What what what's the word? I think what's that encap that encapsulates encapsulates everything. everything. Yeah, no, so like that's gotta be. But I mean, the if shit we're ranking down this, on fans is pretty good. If we're if that's we're if ranking this, I think I think suing uh, diagnosing a, scalp cancer is up there too. That's it's it's bad. up there, but I think suing a grandmother after the two thousand eight financial collapse might. Might be the number one thing. Uh, grandmother. <laughs> oh my. Grandmother. Oh, it's multiple. Uh, it wasn't just. It wasn't just Grammy Lindy. Okay, there were multiple grandpa grandmammies getting sued for not paying their season tickets. Okay. <laughs> he just has an issue with grandmother specifically. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Dan Snyder at his finest summed up. Oh my uh, god. But, I, yeah. Look, yeah, look. If we're ranking, if we're ranking it. 
Have you ever heard of, of more abysmal things occurring under somebody's watch than what has happened under Dan Snyder? Like, no, I can obviously, understand the grandmothers, but the shit leaking on fam, the shit that's leaking. unacceptable. I feel like if you're a player, you literally have to sign a waiver, a health waiver, to just step foot on no, FedEx field. It, like, it's it's literally like you're going to like one of those trampoline bounce zones. You got to sign part, those like part of your, waivers. Part of your contract stipulations for the commanders, when you sign is I will not sue if I lose my career to FedEx Field. No, 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 correction. When I lose my <laughs> career, I will not sue Dan Snyder. And oh, he was also caught for selling expired peanuts from an airplane company. Uh, of that course. was like years old. Let's, uh, let's also, we're not going to mention the other things that he did uh, that were more. Yeah, uh, no, that as well. Uh, Meki and Udoka related more things, more, but more, more funny stuff. Uh, he also, uh, apparently he charged the, uh, Washington Redskins to put their logo on his private jet, uh, claiming that they should pay for like sponsorship, uh, fees or advertising fees. So he charged his own team that he owned, uh, to put their logo on his private jet, uh, to tax loop, you know, interesting things, interesting tax loop. Uh, Oh my God. I, I think he was trying to like spite. Someone I honestly think there's been no happier day in any of the commander players' lives than when they got the message that Dan Snyder had yeah, sold like the team. December, that, that was a big day. But yeah, that's our Dan Snyder update. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, we probably won't hear from. No, we'll hear from him. No, soon. we'll hear. We'll hear uh, from him. It'd be really cool if he just like bought Real Madrid. I think that's the next <laughs> step. I think that's our next Dude, step. If Dan. you're an American, if you're an American sports like industry or whatever conference whatever is dan snyder like on the on the banned list of people who can like just not allowed to buy a team and like from from your sport yeah your i don't sport? think he's allowed back in nor do i think he'd want to be, get back in but yeah yeah definitely. oh it's dan snyder he want he wants to sue more grandmothers after after they don't no, pay for the season that's tickets past time you know that, that's what he does for fun but yeah yeah uh you know speaking of some more frauds uh the denver broncos more gambling bands uh, i would try to pronounce this player's name but i can't but he's been suspended for the full season dm former fourth round pick uh what's going on have, have we ever seen this many gambling bands get rolled out what happened last year well like is gambling it's like really it's like that hot like is this is this just a real promo? Is this a promo for DraftKings? It's it's it, almost it, like the NFL. The NFL is taking action sus. against the the NFL is taking action against these players now, like the NCAA does with Ohio State. Yeah, no, thank you, thank you, thank you for the justice. It's it's just interesting. I've never seen this many betting. Now I understand that they're cracking out. down more. Like I get it, but I also still find it hilarious that. All it of these players think what like a typical like just 15 10 years ago like oh yeah no 100 I bet it was way more commonplace and just standard just be throwing on like Le'Veon Bell anything on the hitting his own over prop on the week yeah no he probably did hit that back end no week. literally no no he but... hammered the under back end <laughs> but yeah but he's got on the Jets and the oh over, he and the he... over on pounds weighed for the first game of the season <laughs> Eddie Lacy's pounds weighed dude he was oh. slamming the over oh that. no 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 eventually that weight got up so high that even Eddie was like guys he had to hit the under I think you guys are overestimating me like Le'Veon Bell when he got on sure the Jets I can get there Le'Veon Bell when he got on the Jets immediately he was like all right under under hit the under, under. 
yeah, you know, it's things that we got to think about. But yeah, uh, more gambling bans. Uh, also, a uh, little update on Jordan Addison. Uh, as a man who saw Jordan Addison play at USC, as a man who saw him uh, uh, birding around wearing Crocs, and as a dynasty owner of him in fantasy, I just want to say I think he's a hero for doing um, unnecessary measures to go help his dog. So to in my eyes, he's a hero. Uh but in all seriousness, that's that's hilarious. And by that, I mean the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like what? What? Jordan Addison? Uh, the only the only thing I'll say is uh, Minnesota has a uh, law. I don't know if it applied to him because uh, he's quote unquote special circumstances being a, a Vikings player. But Minnesota has a law where if you get if you get cited driving over 100 miles per hour, you lose your license for like up to six months or something like that. Well, we know um, that's not going to happen to Jordan, but it should. I'm just curious. <laughs> but it should happen. Take a fucking Uber, Jordan. But yeah, uh, I see him as a hero. Yeah. Anyways. Take that one with a grain of salt. Okay. Uh, last thing I, I – do you have actually – what what other news? Yeah, I, I got I got a good point. We we're just talking about Jordan as talking about the Vikings. I got a good little uh segment here and something I have. Uh, but this is a stat line since 2016. Okay. This is the current ranking of defensive play callers since 2016, basically in their effectiveness. All right. Uh so blitz, percentage box, market, uh, yak efficiency, whatever, from 2016 to last year. Uh, this is the top 20 play callers. I'll just run through them real quick. Yeah. Bill Belichick is one. Brian Flores, now Vikings DC, is two. Vic Fangio, Brandon Staley at four. Uh, Don Martindale, Evero for the Panthers, Jack Del Rio, Jim Schwartz, Mike Caldwell, Steve Spagnolio, Steve Wilkes, Todd Bowles, Raheem Morris. Lou uh, Narumo, Joe Woods, Gus Bradley, Mike McDonald, Dan Quinn, Vance Joseph, and Sean Desai. So yeah, one, elite, Brandon elite Staley list, is four. Elite list right there uh, of guys we got. Yeah. To be honest, Staley, the problems have never been the defensive play calling for me. It's always just been the, being the dumbass uh, in all the head coaching situations. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, the, the thing that he was hired to do is if a little bit of the issue. If I'm being completely honest, I was like, Really, really impressed with Staley, how he attacked the Jaguars in that game. Uh, yeah, and then it just like, all fell apart. I know. Another thing, though, is like, dude, we have you got to score in the second half. Like, I know it's a big lead, but like Joe Lombardi, the first half versus second half stats are appalling, disgusting, should be illegal, the drop-off in the second half that the Chargers have had under Joe Lombardi. Uh so but, uh, I, I hope Kellen Moore just keeps keeps the foot on the gas. That's the goal. I but mean, I'm expecting the them issue to. Issue with Staley is him being dumb as shit and being like, oh, go for two now. Oh, let's go for it on fourth and nine. Screw it. You know, like, <laughs> well, don't problem. worry. He'll go for it on fourth and nine, but not fourth and one. Yeah, it, those are the things that we're looking at. Where, but obviously the, the main point I, I'm having here with this ranking is the defense the Vikings have had, at least for the last couple of seasons, last season particularly, have been horrific to say the least. What was Brian um, Flores last year? Last year, he was on the Steelers as an analyst. Uh, they, you, you remember there was oh, the whole... Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that's like the best job in sports. Being like, that's uh, having, what Cliff's doing right keep now. In mind, though, this was, got, keep in mind, though, this was... Keep in mind, though, he got fired from being a head coach after having winning seasons, and then that's where he went to. Like, that kind of sucks. Uh, but... No, having, yeah, that that is true. 
having the number two play caller be your new DC after the elite dog shit that uh, we saw from uh, your fan favorite if you're if you're a Giants fan uh, at Donna Shell. Um, going from that to Brian Flores being as I said, the number two play caller, that is exactly what we need. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And seeing the stats make me very excited for the development that's capable of, of, of the Vikings, of the Vikings defense. Yeah, I just saw a meme of, uh, it says Jordan Addison when his dog gets a tummy ache and it's uh, Kevin, uh, <laughs> Kevin James doing before the NASCAR races. Start your engines, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, all right. Uh, okay, uh, another little it took a minute thing. to just, yeah, recon- sorry, I just had to digest reconvene that. That, that made me giggle a little bit. Uh, another little thing I had, uh, a little season over s- some some po- season over receiving props. I saw there's some numbers I think are staggering overs to hammer. Uh, there were some unders that I were considering too, but most of my unders that I was looking at were more so because I think the guy is going to get injured and we don't like to root for injuries. So I just took all those off the list. So we're just looking at overs here. We're just sticking positive here. So mm-hmm. okay. uh, I'm also going in order of how confident I am in these. Okay. So let, let's, let's get that out there too. So first things first, Garrett Wilson over 1150 and a half receiving yards. He almost did it last year with Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. Forget Aaron Rodgers. If he just had any stable quarterback, I like him to do that. But now he has Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the competition uh, in that receiver room. Uh, Everett, remind me of the competition. Michael Hardman, Al Mazard, uh-huh. Randall Cobb. Um, All right, big name threats to take away his target share. So yeah, Garrett over 1150 and a half. We like that. Uh, another one, C.D. Lamb over 1100 and a half yards. Uh, he's done that now two straight years. Uh, Dak's healthy now. Uh, like, I think that's an easy one. Last year, he put up 1300. Uh, over 1100 and a half. Love that for CD. Think that one's nice and easy. Brandon Cooks now there. Michael Gallup's back. Oh, yeah. Gallup. I ain't, I ain't afraid of that one. Not afraid of that one to take the targets. Uh, you know, people could be like, oh, lose out and Kellen Moore. Thank you as a Chargers guy. Thank you for that shout out saying that'll hurt them. Uh, and yeah, you know, Fatso uh, over there is going to be calling the plays now, right? Right. I believe so. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, he also was the one who called the uh, Ezekiel Elliott center so play. So Fatso is going to be calling the play. So, I mean, it could go south there. Don't get me wrong. But hopefully Fatso is just like throw, throw it to CD Lamp, throw it to 88. So hopefully he just sticks with that. Uh, another one, uh, Chris Godwin over 800 and a half yards. He's now hit that three straight years. Uh, he even hasn't played two straight full seasons, hit 1,100 yards. I don't care who's throwing him the ball. Mike Look, Evans has looked what, worse and regressed. Someone's got to catch the ball. What I'll say, yards. That's fit. What that's I'll say, under fifty a game now is I like that for God. most people. And I was gonna make this argument until you you brought up this stat of being injured. But most people would be like, his quarterbacks are terrible. There's zero chance he's gonna hit that, even if he's targeted that much. What I'll say Doesn't is, matter. if 
he, he's been getting to that mark while missing several games each year. Account for those missed games and spread those yards across it. Obviously, it's going to be lower, which will be basically what it is this season with the crappier quarterbacks, assuming he's healthy the whole year. Now, if he gets injured, like his finger every year, um, maybe not. But I still like that, though. I think that's really low. I, like, I feel like it should just be set higher than 800. Like, he can, I still think he'll miss games. I still think he's going to 800. Oh, okay. Over 800 and a half yards. Like, what? I I, I so say that's kind of low. I'd probably have moved it up to like 850. Uh, also, moving forward, Amon Ra over 1,000 and a half. Now, yeah, Jameson Williams coming back, whatnot. Six weeks like, in the season, too. Like, I, mean, I feel not... like, though, it'll still take him, like, time to, like, really get used to NFL, like, speed and shit. Like, last year, I literally think he played, like, what, like, five games and maybe, like, 12 he had, snaps like, in those two games. two receptions. Yeah, no. One like, of which so, was for a touchdown so on the Vikings' get, heads, but. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, you're the one who brought that up. I didn't want to bring you back to that moment. But Amon Ra over a thousand, uh, a thousand point five yards. Yeah, like that. Uh, next, Calvin Ridley over eight hundred seventy five and a half yards. Uh, if he, if he and T Law, I think they're going to click. I think Trevor Lawrence also going to take a step up next season. In I believe it is now year three. Three year three. Him. So I think he's gonna take a step up. Calvin Ridley coming back too. Uh, like keep in mind, Calvin Ridley. Remember, remember what he was like on the Falcons. He's like that. So, uh, over eight hundred seventy-five. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and last one, which I'm least confident in. This is a slight homer pick. Uh, but stay, bear with me for the explanation. JSN over seven hundred twenty-five and a half yards. Seahawks have an early bye week in Week Five. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba, maybe not in week six, but after the bye week and moving forward, they're going to start prioritizing Jack Smith and Jigba and now using him as a wide receiver one. Obviously, I'm biased here, uh, but I saw what Garrett did in year one with just no help. I saw what Olave yeah, did last but... year. I don't know who his quarterback was. And then I remember Jameis. seeing them all. No, no, he was hurt. So who was their quarterback last year? God, what is his name? It was a weird guy. Uh, Jameis got hurt like week three. Is it Andy Dalton last year? It was Andy Dalton. Yeah. Oh, nice <laughs> guy. Nice guy. The nicest nice guy, guy in the world, Andy Dalton. Nicest guy in the world. But uh, I saw look, him but, uh, this, is, this is what but, I'm going to tell but, you. I mean, But real quick, Everett, when they were all at Ohio State, there was one guy who outshined both. Yeah, of I, I know, I know, I know, so and I know that Garrett. I know Garrett and I know Garrett and Olave have both said, "Yeah, Jason's the best receiver." But let's I'm also not put it this way: going off that, I'm going off. No, but it's kind of, it's kind of. But what I'm going to say is your comparisons to Garrett doing all this and Olave doing all this last year. The wide receivers around them were not remotely close to being as good as I'm Tyler aware, Lockett and DK Metcalf. And that the wide receiver and just the volume usage of those players is vastly different than those other offenses. And obviously Geno Smith is a better quarterback than both uh, Mike White and uh, Andy Dalton. But I just, I don't see whoa, whoa, there whoa. being... Don't disrespect Flacco like that. I was going to give you that one, but go on. I just don't see there being a way where there's enough volume 
between the three players where JSN is going to end up getting 750. I just think that if he, even if he t- ends up taking over the wide receiver one, I don't think that I think the, there's going to be too much ball spreading for him to still hit that mark. And I still think that DK out of the three of them would be the one that ends up with over a thousand yards just because he'd have such a head start on the season. Yeah, no, I mean, DK, I think like most likely probably will end up leading the team with yards. I, I also think just, early on it's going to obviously be we've seen before in the past, show, really. We've seen before in the past where two receivers end up having a thousand yards, but I think behind DK, the the split between Tyler Lockett and Jason, like Tyler Lockett's going to start off the year with more. And as the season progresses, he's going to get less and Jason's is going to go up and he will see where it goes up to. But I still think that initial spread mark between the two of them, even if it increases, is just not going to be enough. There's too, there's too many weapons on that offense and it's just not, I don't think that you it's are correct. Zach Charbonnet is also going to get a lot, a lot of targets in that offense. So you are correct about that. Uh, I do, you know, I have that last on my list. So that one feeling least confident. You just had to mention it. He's your guy. You gotta, you gotta at least, you know, be supportive. Uh, one other thing I didn't see this on the Barstool sports book, but I saw this on other books. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones over 500 receiving yards. I really like that one. I is he the wide receiver? Like two or for the Browns. Three. Yeah, behind Elijah okay. Moore and Amari Cooper. Okay. Uh, it's possible. I still um, think Njoku's going to out, out yard him. Get more. I mean, you know, how, you know how I feel about David and Joku. on that one, too. You know uh, how like, I feel shit, about David I Njoku's even right. still think that, like, maybe even their running back, whoever that is, will end up getting more receiving yards. Chubb and whoever their other. Jerem, Jerome Ford. Like Drum I still forward. think they could end up getting more, but 500. I'm not sure if, what that is on other books, but I saw that out there. I like that for yeah. Tom people's job. Um, okay, let's let's before I give my list, let's 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 get to the biggest part of the NFL. Uh, the running backs Zoom call from this past Saturday. Uh, your guy Austin Eckler uh, organized a, a parents zoom call for all the running backs. Yeah, no, it was literally a bunch of moms game. And uh, he invited. He only invited a select, a select few. You got to get the invite to get through the door. You got you have to be on the list. You have to be on the list. So my question to you is, and this has been a debated thing all weekend. If you're not people on, I do have the list. If you're not, if you were not invited, how does that matter? Like, how would you react to that? Here are the running backs who were invited. Saquon, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris for whatever reason, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, and J.K. Dobbins for Lord, I have no idea why. Dobbins getting in there. Let's go. Let's Just, go. But the, like obviously, notable names really not being funny on here. Zeke was still in there. <laughs> notable Zeke's names like, not Tony's on here too. And I'm in there too. They're like, no, 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 no dude. No. They're like, dude, no. Like, come on, Ramondre Stevenson. To like actually, get some power back. You know, Ramondre like, Stevenson's not there. Dalvin yeah, Cook's not there. Uh, no Leonard Fournette. Um, no, no running backs on on any like the bigger. Even if it's by committee, you don't have Miles or you don't have Miles Sanders. You don't have. Um, well, Miles Sanders just signed. You know, Rashad Penny or I mean, money. still Kareem Hunt's not in there. Like, lots of guys. Nick Chubb. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I don't think should have been in in there either. I think the funny, the funny, like, once again. I think it's it's just funny that like Tony Pollard's just now considered like 
elite elite. Immediate you know? elite. I just elite think guy. it's very funny. Like I was really jumping on the Tony Pollard hype train, like just as a fantasy thought going into this season. And then now the whole world is on, like literally on his dick. And so now, now I'm pushing back on Tony Pollard. Now he's on my do not draft list. Okay. <laughs> he's going way too high. You gotta fade it. Way too high now. Yeah, my, my bigger question now is uh, if you got the Zoom link uh, and you were not on the list, do they have like a bouncer working the Zoom door that just throws you out? Yeah, it'd be like, you know, one of those where it's like you need permission to join the Zoom, whoever that guy is. They probably are just getting flooded because like I bet I bet there's one mole in there working on behalf of the owners who's now. I mean, you know that because they leaked they leaked everything that happened in the Zoom after the Zoom. Well, I mean, those running backs are also like want to leak it because like in there there's I mean you just got the writer in the corner owners, you know, just like (laughs) you don't pay me anything. And it's like, guess what? They're gonna keep on not paying you anything, buddy. So keep that attitude up my favorite they also talked about by the way, they were like, Yeah, we'll just fake injuries. Like, dude, how do you think that's gonna help? your situation at all oh yeah that's gonna make it really worse it's like dude, you that's <laughs> it's that's that's Definitely a massive problem you know. dude you'll get paid uh, less yeah for being no, injured. Not, not the not the not quite the dub that not quite the route here to, to get the dub that we're looking for uh to go through that strategy but they now you know what would have been hilarious if they were on the zoom and then it got announced that some dude signed for a massive amount of money in the nfl like a wide receiver or something. And they're oh, just yeah, like, dude, even like, like I I'm kind of surprised like Evan Ingram didn't tick anyone off. He got like three years forty-four, something like that didn't piss anyone off. Like Yeah, if we got if we got like a a, a TJ Hawkinson extension or a David and Joke who signs uh, an extension for like four years, or like even like a lower name guy, like we got an OJ Howard signing like multi-year extension. Yeah, yeah. I mean things like this, uh things like this that, that could anger people and make people upset but but yeah uh okay i don't know if you got anything i have two lists to end the day um first thing that i'm going to ask you uh this is for the panthers list we'll start it with this uh considering you had an issue with this before how do you pronounce eric rose last name what do you say before <laughs> Whatever you Eric Rowe. You said Rowey before, so you know I just I just had a check. Just had a check. Uh I'm not entirely sure. Uh I okay. remember I think it's just Rowe. Oh I, I don't know. Okay. Panthers surprising keeps and cuts. There's a little twist with this one we're gonna start off with. Uh okay. Here we go. Trade Matt Corral. Keep LaVisca Chenault, Raheem oh, Blackshear. Sorry, pause it right there. Um, what did you just say? Trade Matt Corral. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we even explain the rest of the list, let's dive into this. Why? Why? Can I, I, can Matt I finish? Matt the best player let me, in the NFL. Let me finish my list, <laughs> and then we can, we okay, can break. Okay, all right, all right. But holy shit. Wow, the people are not going to like that. I know. It's a surprise. It's a big surprise. Long Beach Poly's finest. They are not going to like that, but all right. Okay. Trade Matt Corral. Keep LaVisca Chenault, Raheem Blackshear, and Demir Bird, and cut Eric Rowe, She Smith, and Amari Barno. I just, I just can't believe you said that shit. Uh, I know that's, that's the thing. That's why this, this list best, is called best quarterback in the NFL. 
surprising uh, keeps and cuts like you know you gotta keep you gotta be on your toes this is anybody who's on the bubble and even if they're notable i mean obviously matt corral being the number one quarterback suit up in the obviously matt corral being the number one quarterback in the nfl that's it's a huge surprise but you know it's the panthers you can't can't overthink this one if if they get rid of <laughs> they get rid of matt corral we can kiss this franchise down the drain okay uh they better get a ransom for him, okay? They, they, I'm talking four firsts. Um, every second-round pick you have, and I'm talking for the next 100 years. I get your second pick to the next 100 years. Uh, these are the things we're looking about, about Matt Corral. Do you ever think it's possible for a team to be like, I'll give you my six-round picks for the next 15 years? <laughs> Do you think that's I don't know what value like that would equate day, to. I feel like back in the day, like in like 1970, someone thought of it. Well, like the, well the somebody was why the somebody so was the Vikings because the Vikings traded like multiple like four first round picks for Emmett Smith, who then imploded the first week that he got there. But you know, things I mean, happen. Things happen. We let's put it this way: the Vikings won the Cowboys their Super Bowl. So, um. Yeah, I mean, it's not impossible. I could see a franchise doing it. I just, I think your GM would get immediately fired. Um, but, you know, go from there. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the last thing we have for the day. Top 10 most clutch quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I, I felt like we did something like this before, but we have not. Um, so. Here we go. We're going to go 10 to 1. Uh, we'll see what people think. Uh, it's all subjective, but we're kind of going off of last year, and there's a, a player in here that didn't really play last year, so it's just kind of their kind of careers. But, um, yeah. 10 to 1. Dak Prescott, Tua, Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, you know, when we think about that, uh, I if we're talking, you know, from like a 10-year, 15-year lens, uh, Nick Foles, definitely number one on this list. Case Keenum has to be two or three. Uh, potentially, uh, Big Phillip Rivers, definitely in there. Uh, Big Ben, he's in there. Uh, Drew Brees. Well, uh, well, Cam Newton before the fumble that he didn't dive on in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he's on there. A uh, lot, lot of big name guys. A lot of big name guys you could think of. But we're looking at from just this year. Uh, a guy like Matthew Stafford, someone who we were thinking of, where you know last year obviously didn't play much. But if if I were to just say one quarterback. You got two minutes left. You need a touchdown. Who would you want the man? You know, Matthew Stafford's in there. So even though last year, you know, the, the results weren't quite there, still still names thrown in there. But uh, yeah, respect for Jared Goff. Let's get that out there first. Jared Goff is a man that shit. Can't believe I'm saying it. If you, if, if I were to ask myself in 2019, would I ever be like, yes, Jared Goff, I feel good with two minutes left to go get me some points. I, I would have would have slapped myself silly. 
would have said I'm I'm a moron for even saying that out loud. But now, now it's like shit. Things change. I mean, I, I'm with it now. There was uh, a point so where yeah. everybody was saying Jared Goff's a bust. Carson Wentz is like the best pick out of that draft. Now, the t- how the how the turns have tabled, how the tables have turned. Oh, yeah, how um, the turntables have tided. Carson Wentz, I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. Um, he's still sneaking around somewhere. He's he's definitely still somewhere. He's he's coming up with something. But yeah. um, things are moving. Things are changing. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when it comes to the clutch gene, yeah, Mahomes. You know, you get it. I am expecting. Like the thing is, is like I said this before recording with Josh Allen. I just have replays of him throwing the pick to Patrick Peterson in the Vikings game to lose the game. And we've talked about many times how he's made costly mistakes to people have their moments though. People have their moments. Kirk cousins. Another person is going to argue, you know, he made a check down last, like in the playoff game to lose. I will defend that until the day I die. Um, so Justin Herbert blew a 27, 28 point lead. Um, Which Trevor Lawrence like came back from that, and we still got Herbert ahead of him. So yeah, Dak Prescott QB run with with thirty seconds left. Um, hey, you know that's not all his fault. You know, not all <laughs> his fault. Okay. So I mean, look, everybody has their own moments. There's a couple quarterbacks in here who really don't, but um, I think that you just kind of have to understand, like if 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 it's if it's. 30 seconds, like a minute left, 40 seconds you know, we left, would have no assumed like Russell Wilson would be on this list and shit, but nope, you know, like things change, things change. Not after last, last season. Last year was a weird season, you know. Uh, I still think, though, going into next year, Broncos are a team I'm looking at, you know. I, I think they're going to really bounce back. Like Jerry Judy, I don't have him on that over on the props, but that's a guy where I expect I could see him breaking out a little more next year. I expect some more touchdowns at least from the Broncos passing-wise. But yeah, I do too, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, um, just expect them to do better. better but, be better. Broncos country, let's ride. Come on, for real this time. I hope Sean Payne also banned that. Like, catch Do you think that, that he stopped Russ from making another Subway commercial? Uh, yes, but I also think Sean Payne's also had a history of being in Subway commercials, so maybe they're partnering up. They're doing one together. Maybe Sean Payne's like, yo, get me in on that. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see. I don't know. Uh, but no, that's that's all I have. So unless you have someone else to say. No, yeah. Just wanted to remind everybody that Dan Snyder sued grandmothers for not paying their season <laughs> tickets and literal shit rained down on the fans at FedEx Field. Just want to remind everybody. Oh, and he misdiagnosed scalp cancer. So yeah, there's that too. With that, thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Rate us five stars. You can find us on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on Instagram at WaterboyPod. Well, you don't guess it's not Twitter anymore. On X on x you can find us on x at waterboy pod make sure to follow me and grant on x at everest takes and at waterboy grant the world's changing Uh, every day (laughs) who would have thought we'll see you all in the next episode i mean who who knows what will be next who knows